many people come to me asking me, Mo, how do I gain followers on Instagram? Or how do I gain more followers or likes on Facebook? And my answer usually is, engagement. You want social media engagement because at the end of the day, followers doesn't mean a thing if none of them feel like they're friends with you, if none of them feel like they're your community. And so I'm going over three secrets to becoming more influential on social media. Let's go. You're listening to the Warrior Rulebook Podcast with me, Monique Harmon. I'm a God-fearing, bright fashion blogger, also known as Pretty Nikki, where I share tips on how to activate that part of you that sets your soul on fire to fight whatever life throws at you. Come on, share your story with me. My first secret for becoming more influential online is that you want to create and share your own content. Do you like making memes? Do you share photos just to share them? Or do you share them and tell your audience about a new idea you have? Or do you make a statement of something you're passionate about? Or do you share a photo and reveal a fun fact about yourself? A very common thing on Facebook is to share someone else's post or share you know, another video that you saw on your timeline. But have you ever thought about trying to see if you can use that funny looking picture and actually make it relevant for something for your business or make it relevant for something that's happening in your own life? How can you brand it to make it yours? Because if you keep sharing other people's posts, which I'm not opposed to, but if that's all you're doing on social media, you're not developing you. Of course, people can probably tell that if they're seeing a post that you shared you probably relate to it in some way, or maybe you just think it's funny, but it's not clear because there's no you on it. You want to have a particular branding of you on it, even if you don't have a business, but you can attribute certain aspects of your personality to memes or to different pieces of content so that when people scroll, they'd be like, oh, that's from so-and-so. That's from another person that I know. Another thing you might want to consider is a lot of people love sharing quotes that really speak to them. So what life lessons have you learned that you can easily write in a short quote that might speak words to people that may encourage others. And so what you want to do is once you write that quote, you don't want to just post it. You want to make sure that you put the at sign and your Instagram handle or your Facebook name, Twitter, etc. just so that when you share it and other people be like, wow, I really love that quote. I'm going to share it. It attributes back to you. So that's a good strategy for businesses as well. Now, I do want to say this when you are putting the at and your Instagram handle, you don't want to put your Instagram handle and your Facebook name and your Twitter and everything else that you have um, because it makes the post look a little clumpy. So say you're just on Facebook, just put your at Facebook name or the link, you know, to facebook.com slash your handle or your name that brands your quote and allows people that come across your quote from a mutual friend to be able to come back to your page and be like, wow, I wonder if he or she made any new posts or any new quotes that resonate with me and they want to be your friend and then follow you on the various platforms. Number two is something that I usually speak a lot about is sharing your story or a skill because that is what makes you very unique to the world. I was actually just watching Michelle Obama and her memoir about becoming Michelle. And I was really surprised to hear her talk about like how powerful it is to share your story because I thought that that was just something that 
mainly marketers knew, but to listen to the former first lady just speak about it and really understand how her story is so gripping and what makes her so different, it allowed me to have more respect for her and the different things that she went through to become the person who she is today and who the person she was in the White House. So it's really inspiring just to hear where people come from and to see like what similarities that we have. And it's just amazing just to find what commonalities or what similarities that we have and just to be able to bond over that. It's very similar to becoming friends. You have your friends because you all share something unique. You shared a unique experience or you have similar traits that correspond to each other. So it's the same thing when you share your story. You're able to connect with more people. People understand why you do certain things the way that you do them. People understand your makeup and why you believe in certain things, why you're passionate about certain things, how you attack problems head on. How do you respond to different things so that they're able to form a more cohesive relationship with you. That's all social media is, is basically mimicking real life. And so if you understand how to present this on social media, you can become influential just as influential you are in real life, face-to-face with people. And also when you share a skill, you may not know, but people can possibly be looking for that skill and to find it from a mutual friend. That means they don't have to go out and get advice from a complete stranger. They can go to their friend and be like, hey, I am experiencing this problem. Can you help me? And in most situations, your friend is going to help you because they're your friend. So it's really good to have that sort of relationship where you're teaching somebody something and you're learning because learning doesn't stop just because you're not in school anymore. And even if you are still in school, learning additional skills can just help you become a better person. Doesn't hurt you. Number three, get to know your community. Can you leave an authentic, encouraging comment on someone else's post? I've been talking to people and something common that they say is like, I don't want to, you know, like it while it's online or I don't want to comment. I'd rather tell you in person and why that's very special. Not everybody has the chance to be able to provide feedback to people in person. We are very busy humans. We go through things and we may not remember to leave that word of encouragement in person. So it's much quicker to leave it online so that people understand that you resonate with the content and you're happy with it. Don't be a scroller, be an engager. People tend to just scroll past posts and they'd be like, oh yeah, I saw that. And yeah, I did that. So it's like you have ghost followers and it's like, well, there's no opportunity to really have a conversation or to build off of a post because a lot of times people share a post because they know that certain posts will get a response out of it. That's why people post controversial things. That's why people post or list five things about this. Or how do you draw a star? People tend to respond to those the quickest. But if somebody's just sharing a story, people may not respond to it. But if you do respond to it, that allows for more conversation. Like, I was really moved by this. And you can ask questions and that's how you keep a conversation going. Just imagine if we were in person and every time we heard somebody say something or we heard somebody do something, we just walk by. And we, I'm saying we know these people and we just walk by like nothing happened. No one would have friends because no one's engaging. No one is building community. 
And so if you're online and you see something that speaks to you and, you know, something that's not discouraging, obviously, leave a comment, leave a like. So that way that person knows that they can continue the conversation. They can continue bringing similar content that'll resonate. That is how you build community. You don't build community by asking someone to follow you. You don't build community by just liking three posts and then staring at their stories, you know, presenting questions to your followers, presenting feedback to your followers, engaging back. It's a two-way street. People that predominantly post should also be the people receiving information as well. We have a rule in the content world basically on how you should be creating 70% of the content and receiving 30% of the content. And so at the same time, it's good if a person like me that is creating content constantly, if I'm seeing what are my followers posting, what do they care about? And so that way I can engage with them. I can leave an encouraging word for them. I can support them. It's a two-way street. You don't want to be the person that is just posting content and you never engage with anybody else because that's not a community. That's not a relationship. That's honestly just being on social media just to be on social media. And social media has a higher purpose than, you know, you just creating the content and you're not actually being friends with these people. So those are three ways that you can connect with people is by being authentic and by treating it as if it's a friendship in person because you want people to feel good for following you. You want to be able to provide value to people who are following you. You don't want to be the person that is always causing arguments on social media or engaging in arguments on social media because that's not fun at all. It, it makes social media a toxic place. It's fine to have disagreements and engage in conversations, but when you start getting snarky or you start literally just throwing shots at people, it destroys the cohesiveness of social media. Social media was meant to mimic real life in terms of having friends, not just followers. You don't want to just have a follower count that says like a thousand or says 10k and you don't post any content that actually can help or encourage your followers because for that matter you could just go out and buy followers and it wouldn't mean a thing it's just a metric system i'm trying to get people to get out of that mindset of vanity metrics vanity metrics don't mean anything likes honestly don't mean anything they're encouraging but if they're not truly resonating with people and people are just liking it because they know you then social media is really in trouble. Three ways I'm gonna recap. Number one, creating and sharing your own content. Number two, sharing your story or a skill. And number three, actually getting to know your community. If you follow these three steps, you will become very influential on social media. It doesn't matter if you have 50 followers, if you have 2000 followers, it's all about the relationships that you build. Before I say bye today, I have a bonus secret for you. To make your social media accounts explode, you need this one thing. It's my biggest social media secret. It's from a journalist's perspective, and so you know we know how to tell a story. Head to bit.ly forward slash my biggest secrets. Again, that's bit.ly forward slash my biggest secrets. Again, that's bit.ly forward slash M-Y-B-I-G-G-E-S-T. S-E-C-R-E-T-S. -E -E I'll see you there.
thank you so much for tuning in to the warrior rulebook podcast if you like what you heard share it with a friend and join me over at the warrior rulebook podcast insider group on facebook and don't forget to follow me on facebook instagram and twitter for more tips on how to be resilient in this world